All right, y'all. So today we're going to talk about the prophetic. I have a special guest on today. I got Prophetess Hill on today. For those who may not know who you are, introduce yourself. Let the people know where they, you know, what you do. And, you know, because I know you from being a beast on social media. But for those <laughs> who may not know, share with us. Oh, wow. Um, well, I am doctor or some know me as Prophetess Tanikia Hill. Um, I really don't like an introduction. I <laughs> I'm the uh, senior pastor of Emerge Global Center. Um, I founded Emerging Voices Academy, um, where I do um, teaching on the prophetic and prayer. Um, I believe that's a mandate that God has given me, a prayer mandate. Um, I've recently released a prayer CD called Strategies of War, um, featuring uh, anointed psalmist, uh, Ladessa Brown. Um, I've written um, several books, um, a children's financial literacy book, um, a pathway to financial literacy, another book on broken, barren and summoned by the king. Um, I do a lot of outreach. Um, I just received um, the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award for a lot of the. Thank you. A lot of the humanitarian works that I do um, globally and uh, locally, as well as regionally. Um, I don't like to talk about myself. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We got your resume. We know. Yeah. So been on television, been on radio, all of that good stuff. Mother of four, grand, a Nana of four, four. <laughs> Nana of four. That's, that's it. Nothing spectacular about me. I love no, God. No, I, like yeah, you love, I know you love God for real, for real. That's it. <laughs> Okay, so today I send out a text message to my text community and I was asking them, what do you want to know about the prophetic? And like the number one thing everybody was asking was, how do you know if a prophecy is from God? Because we know we got a lot of everybody's prophesying these days, like mm -hmm. everywhere you turn. I, we could scroll on Facebook right now and see about 10 people live talking about I got a word. <laughs> mm -hmm. So how does one know if a prophecy is from God? Um, in simple answer, um, we have a lot of people speaking, but doesn't necessarily mean that God is authorizing them to speak. Um, throughout the Bible, you see different, um, voices or illegal voices speaking. Um, and they're saying that God says, even in Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah 23 says that woe be unto you that calls my sheep to walk in error that you really scatter the sheep. And so in simplistic, uh, form, you're going to know that it's from God. A witch can see, a psychic can see, mm -hmm. um, a medium can see. Um, they get demonic intel and insight. And so they can see into your life. And so one reason that they can see before we can say who's saying we need to see um, who authorized them to speak before we even identify, well, is it God or is it the devil? We have to then do an internal search to see who's where we have given them legal access to see. Wow. And so oftentimes we unknowingly or knowingly have allowed the enemy legal access to pee into our lives, whether it's through um, um, generations of family history of practicing occultism, where we grew up with superstitions uh, or beliefs or believing in zodiacs or signs. Um, you've given the enemy legal access and you've never even went and got your palms read. So it's not a 
matter of who's saying, it's a matter of who's giving them legal access to even peep into your life. And so um, one way that you must be able to identify is, is because oftentimes uh, we have technology, which is on, on, even on social media, we have a lot of these apps that are asking, um, people of God, we gotta be uh, according to Hosea four and six says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So we give out our information just unknowingly. You have so many apps that say, what's your birthday? Yeah. Are you legal? Um, what enter your birthday? And so even in, in biblical times, they gauge your star by knowing your date of birth and they do evil predictions to gauge and cage your destiny. And you're wondering why things are not really progressing in your life because they got your date of birth. They want to know the day you were born. That's why I teach the people that connect with me. Don't just give out that information. Don't give out the day you were born, the time you were born, your birthday. And so what these demonic dodges do is they fast on the day you were born. Let's say you was born on Tuesday, um, October the 13th, 1975. So they, they fast on Tuesday and they build and erect altars on those days. And so how do you know if it's God talking or if it's the devil talking is because they can see, you gotta be uh, beguiled to think that a witch or a psychic or a medium cannot see. The difference between them and real prophets of God is you're gonna know them if it comes to pass. They, wow. they have the ability to see it. Mm -hmm. but they don't have the ability to make it come to pass. That's why they got to get you to engage by speaking it. According to the Bible, the Bible says, speak those things that be not as though they were, which now we're in a culture say, I manifest. So if you come into agreement with what the medium, the psychic or the witch has said over you, the word curse, what they've spoken over you, then they need you to see it. They just need you to speak it out of your mouth. Oh, I'm a failure. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm nothing. Oh, I got cancer. I got AIDS. I'm never, even though they, oh, I see tragedy happen in your life. I see this. Oh, I see you going. They just need, they authorized to see it, but they don't have the ability to make it to come to pass. Even in first Kings, um, when there was a demonic threat, um, when Jezebel spoke against Elijah, when she spoke and said, by this time tomorrow, you're going to be dead. So even though she spoke it, she spoke a word curse over him. And Elijah was the prophet. He right. didn't have to receive the word, but because it was a threat, he put the word into motion by responding to the threat. He began to run. The Bible says he went in hiding. And so now what she spoke began to manifest because he responded to the threat. Wow. We ain't been like seven minutes, y'all. And she didn't, she didn't give us a whole history lesson. <laughs> like I didn't know nothing about that birthday stuff. Wow. Yeah, you can't. Don't give out your birthday, people of God, because what they do, and as as my ministry went begin to go global, you'll learn that even with ancestral worship mm -hmm. in Africa and other countries, they they fast. Your your ancestors in Africa, they erect altars on those days. They they go into the mountains and pray on your birthday. On Tuesday, they erect. And so you're wondering why different things. So what they do, they slow down your progress and your life is caged. This is where cycles. This is where the anniversary demon comes in because they, they cage you. That's why even in the Bible, remember when they was trying to gauge the time that the Messiah, that Jesus was born, 
the astrologers, they were trying the astronomers, they were trying to gauge and figure out the time by the stars to see when, when Jesus was born. They were, but they didn't know. No man knew the hour nor the time. So they were trying to gauge. So when you go on these social sites, they're 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 you're dealing with technology witches. Think about it. When you play these little games mm-hmm. and you enter in your birthday, and they all of a sudden they say, "Oh, we see Quanda with in the future with a house and a millionaire and two babies." And so now all of a sudden, on your algorithm, start showing all of this psychic stuff. Get your palm. no, because you when you click the site, you really enter over into a technology realm of witchcraft. There are technology witches. And so oftentimes you'll see the little disclaimer at the bottom and say, you're about to leave this site. You're about to leave face. No, now you cross over into another realm. And now you you don't even believe in that. Now all your algorithms are showing different things from witchcraft. You're seeing sage and chakra and all of this stuff. No, because you cross over. Wow. Wow. I look, the comments are like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> That that's heavy. That's heavy and that's real. So another question I got was when you get a word and it's not true, how do you like because it was this lady sent me this long text message, but I'm assuming she got a word that wasn't true and it was speaking death over her. How do you break that off of your life or how do you, you know, renounce that prophecy? Okay, first thing, let's say how do we know it's not true? Because see, everyone wants a smooth prophecy. But nobody wants a prophecy of judgment, correction, or warning. If you read the Bible, they they feared prophets when they came up on the scene. It wasn't a house or a car. They feared. Even if you look, they came before the prophet with a gift. Sometimes they met them at the gate or the portal of the city to say, what business are you coming here? And so that's what God is getting ready to do. He's getting ready to put the reverence and the respect back up on the prophets. Even in the old church when I grew up, we was terrified if a prophet was coming. We weren't like, oh, I want a house, so I want a car. You was trying to get yourself together. So the first thing of it is, is we're receptive to when, oh God, give me a house, give me a husband, give me money, give me fame. But when God's saying, get your house in order, or if you don't live right. So how do we first know that it's not a true word? Because God has given me a word of warning for several people. Um, I remember um, uh, it was a young family coming to my church and God showed me the young man and God gave me a warning for the young man and said, I saw a trap of the enemy and that he didn't separate himself. I saw death coming. And so um, the mother was like, I told him and she's crying. Lo and behold, he did not separate himself and the man died. The mother left my church because she felt like if God showed you that, then you could have prayed against. Well, the Bible says warning comes before destruction. If I'm obedient to release the word, then you have a condition in your own prophecy. If he did not adhere to the prophecy and separate himself, then it's not on me. Sometimes God will allow a thing to happen, even if you go in the Bible, when the plagues happen. There were good people that were punished. Good and bad got caught up. So you just can't necessarily say, um, I don't receive it. Right. So it, it, it's the motives, you know, so um, the Bible says, try the spirit by the spirit and know if it's of God. I've had people um, speak things over me and I'm not going to say like I'm all that, but prophecy, first of all, to a believer is confirmation. 
to a non-believer, it, it shows them that God is real because who else would know these things? Yeah. Who else would know all about me? How can a stranger tell me all these things? So to me, prophecy should not excite you. It should only confirm and encourage you to stay in the race, to keep going. Wow. And so oftentimes God can change his mind. Remember when, when God sent the prophet Isaiah to go pronounce death over Hezekiah yeah. and the same word, he says, go tell him he going to die. But because of Hezekiah's intercession, he turned his face against the wall in prayer. Prayer makes it to the realm of the father. Now God tells the prophet, I know I just told you to tell him he going to die. Now turn around and go tell him he going to live. But because he may think you crazy, I want you to give him a sign because we're people and we need a sign. Tell him as a sign unto him, I'm going to make the sun move and rotate backwards and I'm going to extend 15 years. So to answer her question, it all becomes the motive of it all. It all depends on God can say his death. If she don't receive it, how can we receive the blessings of God and not the judgment of God? Right. Do you if think, she, go ahead. Go ahead. If no, she go ahead. don't receive it, then I just tell people like this. If it's a true man or woman of God, before you discredit them or put your mouth on them, put it on the shelf. Put it on the shelf. Put the prophecy on the shelf. Because prophecy can speak to your past, present, or your future. Put it on the shelf. Even wow. in the Bible, they thought that Jesus was not the Messiah. They put it on the shelf. And then when the temples tore and everything began to happen, they was like, he must was the Messiah. Put wow. the prophecy on the shelf. Wow. Wait so What about the prophet? There's some prophets, they don't ever, you don't ever hear them say nothing like good is going to happen. Do do, are there prophets that the Lord is just like dooms and I'm just going to hit them with the truth, warnings, destruction, or does God give us balance? <laughs> oh my God. Um, you got me. I don't, uh, me personally, this is me. Okay. This is heal 101, not King James, not the message heal 101. Me, I personally don't believe, um, in the Bible, I mean, I personally don't believe that God is just going, you're going to be a doomsday prophet. I just don't believe that every word of, of, of prophecy that come out of your mouth is just gloom and doom. I believe now it becomes a heart check because remember, uh, the Bible says out of uh, check the heart because out of it flows the issues of life. I'm paraphrasing. Sometimes we can go through so much things that we can prophesy from a bitter fountain. We can prophesy from a place of familiarity. We can prophesy or even minister from a place of hurt or grief. And so we feel like certain reverence come with that. Like nobody's going to challenge us. So we, we want to be like scary, spooky, creepy prophet. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so even if you look at the Bible, there were prophets of judgment. There were prophets of uh, 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 of correction. There were prophets that um, that dealt in governments, that dealt in different realms, but oftentimes God also gave them a balance. Sometimes he didn't just go send them to, to pronounce judgment and repentance. He also came and said, God has heard your prayers. Yeah. Rejoice. God is going. So I think sometimes, and I hate to say this because I love my colleagues in the kingdom, but sometimes people want to build their platform off of being relevant by that. Yeah. And then because we're living in a different culture where people is now like, well, 
explain this or explain that. Yeah. They feel like nobody's going to confront them on that if they're all spooky. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 I That's just heal one-on-one. I don't think every word out of your mouth. Because now, to me, because of the, the knowledge and the wisdom that I have with God, now I'm questioning your motives. Is you a witch? Are you speaking word curses? Wow. Why everything is gloom and gloom? Now I'm checking the motives of the mouth. Right. I'm checking the fountain because witches can speak word curses. Now I'm checking. I'm hearing the voice behind the voice to see who's talking. Wow. But you got to spend time with him to discern who's talking. That's the key. Because I noticed too, um, from even just doing, I need a word like um, people will rather come to get prayer through everybody else except and not spend time um, with God themselves it's like i'm trying to access god through everybody except me accessing god because hirelings not real prophets hirelings have pacified the people and have not taught them the responsibility how to pull on god for themselves that's why you see in the church people think um the the praise team um and i'm not knocking them everybody have their proper place but they think that's the the pillars of the church but the pillars of the church is the intercessory team and so that's why you want to see how strong your ministry is call for prayer that's how strong your ministry is. your ministry is not even predicated on who show up on sunday yeah. your ministry is predicated on who show up for prayer who show up for bible study those are the pillars of your ministry and so what hirelings have done we have pacified the people and become idols to teach the people almost like catholicism we've taught the people to come to us mm -hmm. or to get repentance or to get uh some satisfaction or to get some validation instead of going before god and so we're living in a time where we don't need a man to go in before him for ourselves now we have access to go in to commune with the father but we're lazy wow we lazy do you think some leaders do that in order to manipulate and kind of control <laughs> i want to keep my ch my church friends there i'm trying i don't got that many but i want <laughs> most definitely most definitely. Um, some, I'll say this, um, some people benefit off of your brokenness and and some people um, become spiritual enablers. Yeah. And I know if I can stop you from coming into your true identity of who God called you to be. And because I've engulfed myself in a realm of religion that I have no life outside of church. If you become whole for real, then there's no purpose for me. Wow. So you probably won't need me. But yeah. the, the the true identity of the kingdom is to equip the saints to go out. The church should be like a revolving door where we teach you, equip you. You shouldn't be in church 10, 15 years. Yeah, you're supposed to serve and honor the man or woman of God, but yeah. you should be coming. We're going to do it God's way. According to the kingdom, they sat up under the tutelage of Jesus. They became disciples. Then they were commissioned to apostles and then they did their own work but they still was out jesus said in the book of john that i'm the true vine so you 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 connected to a man or woman of god you become an extension of that wow. 
of the house you come from. And so what we do is we, we cripple people and we keep them dependent upon us instead of saying, oh, okay, if my ministry is global, if I got an outreach ministry, if I got um, a, a, a transitional home, I got to equip them because I can't do it all. So I equip those that God sent to me and I train them up and I send you out and I send you to Africa and I send you to the hood and I send you to corporate America. And it takes nothing from me because we're connected to the true vine and we're all submitted unto him. But if I can keep you from coming into who God has called you to be, then I become the idol and I become the little G in your life. And you come to me and I become the modern day Pharaoh. And, and, and instead of you seeking God, you seek me, pastor, what you think? And pastor, and now you give me all your money and now my pockets is fat and we don't advance the kingdom. There's no evangelism. There, there's no work being done in the community. And so you still just sitting in church having ritualistic routine. There's no deliverance. You still don't know your identity. And so, yeah, to answer your question, I think some leaders do benefit off of that. They control the atmosphere. That's why you go to some services. They don't move unless the leader moves. They don't give unless the leader give. They don't, they don't, they don't respond unless the leader responds. It's a pseudo anointing. Wow. And I was just talking to somebody the other day who said they are they just came out of a cult um, and didn't know it was a cult, but mm -hmm. there was a lot of like, they looking back, they were saying like, there's a lot of, it was a lot of manipulation and they was wondering like, you know, they would only go, but so far. And it's because the pastor was speaking things over them. Like, oh, I've had that. if you leave this ministry, you're not going to flourish. You'll be back. Or if all your birthdays got to be at church, if everything you got to do has got to be connected with church, that's occultism. There's so much witchcraft in the church. That's why the witches are now the demonic deities now feel comfortable with operating in the church. It's not hidden. They're taking over in the church. It's in plain sight. Yep. They're not hitting because why? We've incubated this spirit for so long and anything that's in a demonic incubation, it grows. And because we've incubated it for so long. And so I don't want to have a church birthday party. I don't want to have to, if we don't have regular service, I don't want to have to puppet the people. Only thing we should do as leaders, and I can talk about it because I was there in early years in my pastoralship, I don't want to operate in a spirit of fear or control upon the people. We need to learn to preach Christ, preach the Bible. You, you don't need to police the people's deliverance. You need to preach Jesus, preach the word, and let the word do the work. I used to do it. I said, go to that house, girl. I used to do it so bad because know why I did it? Because you're going to only teach people at the level you've been taught. And that was yeah. that's, that is what I was taught. And I sat up under that. And so God had to detox me from all of that. And so now you preach Jesus. You preach the word to people. You don't police their salvation. Right. What are they going to, how are they going to know that they, how the test is going to come? How are they going to know? How are they going to yeah. grow? Right. So the, interesting, the interesting thing about like some of these church uh, witches, they like to be on the prayer intercessory um, team. Like they thrive on that. They wants to get, they plug into the anointing. They gets close to leadership. They get uh -huh. close because they have a demonic agenda. Not only they infiltrate the intercessory team, they inter they intercept. They want to get close to leadership adjutants, armor bearers, they get mm -hmm. closest to the anointing. Oh, God sent me here. Well, I'm connected. I want to do. They come in so submitted. Yeah. 
undetected and because the church oftentimes have not positioned itself from a business standpoint to be able to stand we're, we 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 accept it oh she got money oh he got money oh he can do this and so you don't see the decoy because you caught up in the gift yeah. And so you don't see it. And so what you think is tongues, now you've given them access to the people. And now they're chanting. Now you've put them in the rank. You've given the devil legal access to your altars. Wow. And so now you mad, but because you have not processed them, you're busy, you're frustrated, and now you haven't processed them. And now you don't see the chameleon among us. Because they speak in tongues and because they say, I love God. Okay, what God? To the to the to the Asian community, Buddhists and Confucius is God. Right. What God? Right. Wow. So do you think like they show signs when they come and want to join um the ministries and stuff like that? Like I know you said they want to get close to leadership. Most of the leaders I know that have been betrayed have been betrayed by like their arm bearers. Uh -huh. And stuff like Most that. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the, the, the ministry of Jesus himself, it was those that walked with him. Look right. at Judas. Right. He betrayed him. Look at look at Thomas. He doubted him. Right. Look at look at Peter. He denied him. Right. It was those that he was called to train that did. So if, if you going to even just take leadership out of it, even if you're just a person, is right. the enemy is only going to use those that have access to you. Exactly. So. Um, to answer your question, I think the way you can identify it is you're not going to be able to identify it at first because mm -hmm. you've never encountered it. And the reason we can't identify it in most churches is because we fight off the prophetic. Prophets can identify false. Jezebel hates prophets. Right. Demonic deities hate prophetic voices because we're called to dismantle. And so how they're able to infiltrate is because the church doesn't want prophets. But when we realize we need the voice of God, but when we stop dealing with renegades and realize that some prophets, even if God send you to a house to co-labor with that man or woman of God, you decree what God says, but yeah. you don't try to take over another man's house. Right. And so that's why some leaders, if I can be transparent, are intimidated of prophets because it's an office that they don't carry. And yeah. because the people need a prophetic poor, when a real prophet come in, they gravitate to the prophetic yeah. and the leader feel like their sheep are going to scatter. But like you got to be so secure in what God has called you that if you're connected to my umbilical cord, I don't care who it is. They cannot pull you away may it's a word or whatever because even if a prophet comes into the city it should only confirm that which your leader has already spoken but sometimes we need to hear it from a new voice and because houses have not been equipped to embrace the prophetic so we reject it and call it demonic therefore we cannot discern when demonic deities infiltrate our churches Wow. So that's how spirits or witches or warlocks or, or mediums, they're so able to come in and be a part of your intercessory team and you can't detect it. And the reason you can't detect it because prayer is the most negated ministry in the church. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can't. Everybody wants to be seen, but prayer is a place that makes you invisible. You can't be seen in prayer, baby. Right. Yeah. Everybody want to be seen. 
but prayer is an invisible ministry. Yeah. Nobody's calling your name. You're calling the name out of others. Jesus. That's so good. That's mm -hmm. so good. So what do you think about prophetic junkies? I feel like this generation just, just, just got to get that high. What, what's your take on prophetic junkies? And what can we do to be better so we're not always desiring i gotta get this prophet prophetic word i gotta get this word i got because you know sometimes when you have they have these church conferences and they if they, they know a prophet gonna be there that night is gonna be packed the other nights it might not be that many but that night that prophet gonna be there it's gonna be people let me say this the prophet that they like the prophet that they want that's true the emerging voices they don't it's plenty prophets but people are drawn to personalities doesn't necessarily mean that they're a prophet. They're drawn to personalities. So when their personality is going to be there, of course it's packed. And they're getting a recycled word with no deliverance. Jesus. But um, what can we do? Um, the first thing we can do being honest, I'm not going to say there's not a point in our life where we all need to be ministered to. We all need encouragement. We all need something from the prophet. So I don't want to discourage anyone, but I am going to say, don't allow that to make you to negate your personal relationship with God. Yeah. You should be able to spend time with God on a daily basis. And so two days out of the week, you should dedicate to fasting and praying with God. Wow. And so therefore, for me, like my lives, I can go viral if I make my my pages about prophecy. Right. But I don't because I built my, my ministry off of that before. Right. I built it off prophecy. So that's why I come on there and I give them encouragement. I will prophesy sometime, but I don't build my platform off of the prophetic. Because what do you do when God locks your mouth? The Bible says they're going to come a time when prophecy will cease. Woo. Jesus. So when the prophecy cease, then what are you going to do? So my job as a prophet is to point the people back to God and teach them how to pull on God. Right. And so if I teach you how to dig in this word and how to pull on God, then you can dive in this word and snatch out a prophecy for yourself. Yeah. And so what will happen is we become prophetic junkies is because it all goes back to prayer woman of God, because we have not spent time with him. We don't, we can't discern who's talking. And so now I need somebody to tell me what God is saying about me because, or maybe I'm spending a little time with him and maybe church is so religious that, and it's so full of entertainment. Nobody's training my ear to hear the sound of when he's speaking. And so I don't know if it's God talking or if it's me or if it's the enemy. So I need to find a, a, a relegated voice that I can just tell me. And sometimes we don't care who's talking. We just want to hear, you don't, you don't know if it's a witch, if it's a medium, if it's a prophet, you yeah. just want somebody to give you an answer quick because we don't want to wait on it. We don't want to wait on God. We don't want to wait. And so oftentimes in our anxiousness is driving us to the tables to get our palms red. It's driving us to burn sage. It's driving yeah. us to go to chakra because we don't want to wait. 
And so to stop being prophetic junkies, we have to learn to spend time in prayer and ask God, my sheep know my voice and a stranger, they will not follow. So the first thing you need to do if you're watching tonight, you need to say, God, purge my ear gates, get the wax out of my ears from today, God, November, train my ear to hear your voice, not by religious relic, not thus thou. Father, talk to me so that I don't miss you and what is to come. Get the wax out. Father, I repent and renounce from where I have lent my ears to illegal voices and demonic deities. Open my ear gates. Let me hear you for myself. Jesus. And so therefore you won't be beguiled and you won't have to go to this live, that live, this live. I mean, there's sometimes I need a prophetic word and I'm a prophet. Right. But I don't jump and jump around because they know when they come to me, they better come with it, baby. You better go deep with me. I'm going to shut you down. I, I know if it's not God. And I'm going to politely tell you, I don't receive that. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to embarrass you. Right. That to me before she called me out and I had my kids and I didn't have on my wedding ring at that particular time. And she said, God's going to God said, this is your last time coming to church and and and, and you by yourself. And God's getting ready to send you a husband. And surely if it was the Lord. He already knew I was married at the time. He knew. Right. I didn't embarrass her because why I didn't embarrass her? Because maybe even though she missed me somebody there she may got through and they needed to hear god and i didn't want to discredit her because i didn't want to be a stumbling block for somebody else so i waited to after the service and i went up and said dear heart i just want to let you know that you miss god wow you missed him i'm, I'm married and i just walked off so is that is that out of order if if in the mid in the middle of service you say that because this generation don't care well, that, and that's the thing they got to get back to having order and reverence. Yeah. So if just like you was patient enough to sit there to open your spirit, to allow them to speak to you, have enough reverence and respect. You got respect. You ain't going to be out of order when you go to the courtroom. You're going to be held in contempt. Right. So you going you going to be held in contempt in the church. And so then you want to say, well, that's the house of God when they call the police to escort you out. No, you're not going to treat the house of God any kind of way. If you can sit there patient enough for the word, if the man or the woman of God miss, sit there and be patient enough and wait to after service and go to them or to their delegated people and say, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Do all things in decency and order. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't see some little clips and people just don't care. Don't care. No, why? Cause we're living in perilous times. Everybody want to be seen It's really not to discredit. Even the prophet is to bring reproach upon the church. Yeah. So the Bible says we must contend for the faith because we're being seduced by doctors of demon. It's really to discourage the people that God ain't really God. So no, you should go worship the rock. You should go worship the mountain. You should go worship Scientology. You should go worship the devil because God ain't God. Look, they miss me. They ain't did this. No, sometimes Put it on the shelf. Maybe they didn't miss you. Yeah. I had a prophet tell my father he was going to have kidney cancer. And at the time, nothing was wrong with my dad. And me and my dad laughed at the woman. A couple of years later, boom, it hit my dad. Yeah. And I had to apologize to that woman. And was like, you know, me and my dad, we laughed. We thought you missed God, honey. But guess what? If I would have rejected the word or my dad would have rejected the word, he would have rejected the healing that came with the word. Yeah. Wow. So wow. you got to, I mean, you just got to use wisdom. Yeah. So let's talk about, before we go, I don't want to keep you too long. Let's talk about Warren for the prophecy because this summer I got like four prophetic words and I know it was God, but nobody told me 
that I was going to go through a dry season right after I got the work. I'm in the house like, God, that ain't what you said. What's going on in my life? Like, I was just like, but it made me pray more. It made me read more. You know what I mean? He, he sent me to Ezekiel 37. But like, I was culture shock because they ain't tell, they ain't teach me that I was supposed to war for nothing. Like, I read that scripture all the time, but I ain't know I really had to war for the thing. <laughs> so, um, you do have to war for your word. Oftentimes, the area that uh, you're getting the prophetic word on, that's the area that the enemy is going to attack. Why he's attacking it? Because it brings glory back to God. It has nothing to do with the money. Let's say this money it has nothing to do about you being uh, rich. It has something to do about who you reverencing. Even when, when in the Bible, when, 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 when Lazarus was dead, that nothing to do when they said he's not dead. He slipped, he slipped, uh, simply sleep. They didn't care about it was simply because they didn't want him to glorify God. That's why he said in this sickness is not unto death, but to the glory of God. And so oftentimes we got to war over our words. What do you mean war over your word? If you get a word of prophecy, a word of, uh, of wisdom, a word of knowledge, then that lets you know for one that you're on the heart and the mind of God. If you think the enemy is going to allow you to just tiptoe into your breakthrough or into something that God got for you, you're sadly mistaken. You got to fight through generations curses. You got to fight through word curses. You have to first renounce where you have given the enemy legal access even in this stuff. And so now you got to be able to go into a place in the spirit realm that according to Daniel, the third chapter, remember when the Bible, when Daniel said, I heard you, he began to pray for 21 days. And the angel said, Daniel, we heard you the first time, but the demon the prince of Persia, which means the demon of delay that tries to hijack it out of the second realm. Why? To stop you from having it. So it's not people of God that God has not heard even your prayers. Let's take prophecy out of it. It's not that God has not even heard your prayers. It's that we're praying from a one dimension. Your prayers got to make it to the second dimension, which we know that Satan is the prince of the air atmosphere. So when you speak it, it goes into the second dimension, which means atmosphere. And so your word and is caught between the second and the third dimension so you have demonic deities along with satan ruling and reigning in the second atmosphere so he hijacks the word snatch it even though god hears it he snatches it and put it in a place and now you gotta war for it and get them to contend to release what god is already saying and so that's how it is coming from the third dimension word coming from god coming he's sending it down and so what the enemy does is snatch it to get you Wait, tired of waiting on God to move in your flesh when God has already sent the answer, but it's caught up in between realms in the second dimension. But you can't be lazy. You have a responsibility for your own deliverance. Let's say your word is healing. You have a responsibility. So you have to begin to war. And how do you war? With the word. You got, if it's healing, you got to find every scripture in that Bible according to healing. And you got to begin to decree. Healing is the children's bread. God, I eat your bread of healing. You got to pronounce and veto. Every time you go to the doctor, it get worse. I veto it. I don't accept it. I'm going to anoint myself. Even if it's money, I don't accept it. Children, God, you says wealth and riches will be in my house. Father, I decree. I thank you. My checking account in the, in the negative, but Father, I thank you. I embrace wealth. I thank you for change. You got to begin to war. He's not going to let you walk in it. You can't get mad at the prophet. What, what's your responsibility for the word? Jesus. Jesus. It's, it's, it's getting hijacked. They hijack it. They snatch it. 
That's why a lot of times in religious people who on here may not like this. That's why I don't. It's witchcraft when people speak a word in a service and they say, um, and I used to do this when I didn't know any better. They say God's mouth is too big to talk to one person. If you need it, snatch it. They're teaching you how to hijack in the spirit realm. They're teaching you how to snatch. It's not yeah. yours. They're teaching you how to access the spirit realm illegally. They're teaching you how to go in because a portal is open. And so they're teaching you how to illegally access the realm of the spirit to snatch something that belongs to somebody else. That's what witches do. They snatch something that belongs to somebody else to get you frustrated with God. So if you're doing that, people of God, don't do it. Wow. Because wow. guess what? When you snatch that prophecy, now you're accessing the spirit realm illegal and you get the warfare that goes along with it. Wow. Don't do that. Wow. This this is a lot. This is powerful. Like you taught me a lot in this in this little bit of time. Is there anything else you want to leave with the people? Anything we should be preparing ourselves for? Anything you what God is saying, whatever you want to say, and then how people can find you and connect with you. Sure. Um, well, can I do my little commercial? Um, a lot of this, I teach this in my spiritual warfare class, which you guys should get my prayer CD, Strategies of War. I'm getting ready to launch my next um, Emerging Voices uh, classes that teaches on the prophetic in prayer is on November the 18th. It's a four-week class. It's $125. Um, but this information, the church doesn't give you this information. Um, they don't teach on this. Y'all excuse my grandbaby in the background. Um but they don't give you this. Um, so you can break it up into two payments. Um, also, um, I, I'm getting to, I'm, I'm getting into social media. So y'all can find me on Facebook. I'm under uh, Tanikia Hill. I'm on Instagram, but I'm kind of learning that. Dr. Tanikia Hill on Instagram. I'm coming to TikTok tonight. Um, um, I'm trying to come to TikTok. <laughs> um, check me out on my website, EmergeGlobalCenter.com. Um, what do I believe um, um, for November? I don't like doing cute cliches. I'm getting ready to go before God to see what God is saying before 2023. So I don't want to make up anything. But yeah. what God has been dealing with me um, lately for the people of God is we have not seen the calamity and things that's getting ready to hit the land. We have to be in a place. Um, I know people are saying, oh, I don't want to vote. I don't want to do this. But God has been showing me to pay attention to the legislation. There are laws, there are things being passed coming down the pipeline that is going to affect us in the long run, even concerning with food. There are, and I'm going to release this here, but God has even been dealing with me about artificial intelligence. There are AI among us. Yes. There is a lot of AI among us. Think it not strange. That's why when you log on to your computer apps, that little button at the box say, we want to make sure you're not a robot. God gave me that a couple of years ago. I'm like, God, I can't talk about that. They're going to think I'm crazy. But there is AI among us. And so get a garden. Start trying to grow your gardens. There are different things going on with the food. Um couple of weeks ago, God had me praying. Um, and even again this morning for celebrities, um, um, he's, I had me praying and I hate to name drop, but uh, like Lil Boosie, I've been praying for Lil Boosie. I've been praying for T.I. I've been praying um, for, um, um, what's the lady name? She's an actress. I've been praying for her. Um, she used to play the little B, the little cute girl. She used to play the spelling bee girl. Y'all oh, know. Kiki. 
Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. I've been praying for her. And so um, there is something shifting in that realm. And so um, eyes have not seen, neither have ears heard, but a lot of them, they want to come out. It's even on my prayer CD. That was in June. God gave me specific instructions to pray for secular artists um, because they want to come out but there must be a renunciation first. And so until this, we're going to start seeing deaths and even things are getting ready to happen back, even in the church. You're getting ready to see exposure, getting ready to happen in the church like never before. And so this is the time now to not be petty, but put your ear to the mouth of God and tune in like never before. If you don't know God, don't allow people to make you quit God. It's not getting ready to get any better. So we, we like to dummy down. You haven't quit that toxic relationship. You haven't quit that job. So quit looking for an excuse to give up on your relationship with God. You need to tune in because things are getting ready to come down the pipeline. Um, even with, with the kids, we need to cover and pray for the kids. I see more attacks, mental attacks, even in the mind. I begin to see God is getting ready to deal with even more mental attacks, even in the mind. So y'all just need to be careful with that. Yeah, I forgot to excuse me just a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. He's got to be a little bit more careful with that because God is getting ready to do it. He's getting ready to do it. And so you guys just got to be encouraged. Pray for leaders because I see a lot of leaders. Um, they are getting ready. To, they want to throw in the towel. Yeah. They want to throw in the towel. They're tired of church. Um, people are tired of church, but the leaders are really burnt out. So yeah. we need to pray for men and women of God as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that's sorry, y'all. That's okay. What's your website again? Let me put it in the comments. Um, It is Emerge E M E R G E Global G L O B A L Center dot com. Okay, if y'all want to connect with Dr. Hill, make sure you go to her website. As y'all can see, in this 45 minutes, she gave us a lot of information. Signing up for a course or whatever she has going on, it's definitely going to be worth it. So make sure y'all do that. Um, I did want to say one thing about the AI. I am following um, somebody on TikTok, and it's like a whole AI bot that teaches and all of that type of stuff. And I follow it just because I want to know what they're doing. But since you said that, yeah, I see a lot of that, and they look so almost like a cloned human. You know, like it just looks crazy and they got all this there you could tell it's program and they got all this information so that is crazy and what you were saying about kids there's this little six-year-old boy that just came out with a song about killing his mom his dad his grandma it's just it's yeah we gotta keep praying we gotta we gotta yeah and cover your children and um as i close while my grandbaby is quiet um just do um tonight um, it's on my prayer CD. Initiate the four by four prayer. It's a territorial prayer anointed over your door at the four perimeters of like your property. I don't care if you live in an apartment, do it at your um, the 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 beginning of your property, whether it's your apartment, then do the four corners of your doors, four corners of your bed, four corners of your windows, four corners of everything, because Oftentimes we don't do home blessings um, over our houses and stuff. And you don't know what's been there. You don't know night terrors that are terrorizing your kids. You don't know. And so we need to make uh, parameters in the spirit realm. So demonic deities cannot trespass because as the holiday times are coming up, 
home invasions, burglaries. Things are going to get so you need to do a, a four by four, guard the corners of your property, begin yeah. to plead the blood, anoint your children even before they go out. Yeah. And pray for, pray for, um, China, pray for China, pray for Japan, pray for those areas, pray for, pray for Haiti. Those are places that I've been praying for. So those that are intercessors, pray for Russia, pray for Lebanon, pray for different countries. Yeah. And we know to pray for America. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for joining me. We, I definitely got to get you back to come on here because this was too good. And, um, you got a lot of wisdom, a lot of jewels, and a lot of knowledge. And I know that the word is all up in through you. And so that's a blessing to everybody watching and to me as well. So again, y'all, I put her website in the chat. So go through the chat to get the website. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. And she will be on TikTok tonight. So yeah, you got to show me. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for joining. Have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.